the Oracle of Apollo at Delphi, Nostradamus, Edgar Cayce, soothsayers and fortune tellers of world renown, all made uncanny predictions that seemed to come true with startling accuracy. In modern times, it is difficult for most people to name a source that has given us such accurate predictions of the future as those as we have gotten in the past. But is it possible that we could place Homer Simpson in the ranks of great prognosticators? Currently the longest scripted show ever to air, The Simpsons have a permanent seat in global pop culture. During its time on the air, the show has given the world countless jokes and a number of wild and entertaining plot lines. Recently though, some viewers have begun to remark on the curiously high number of accurate predictions the show has included in their writing. The Apple Watch, Trump for President, the Higgs boson particle, and many more events of recent times all seem to have been shown to have been included in jokes or plots of the long-running comedy show long before they actually came to pass. This case file join the theorists as they go into don't overload with The Simpsons Predictions. Theorist theorizing case file 88. Oh. The Simpsons. That's enough. We'll get, we'll get, we'll get copyright. We'll get law, lawsuit. Yeah, <laughs> Fox will not have it. Um, I'm Braden. I'm Zell. Uh, Andrew. <laughs> Holy <I'm> shit. <laughs> Fucking. Andrew's comes got back. mongoose. Mongo Studio set up and he's fucking, fucking forgets how it works. Up and running. Mongo no, no, Studios is not professional. Oh, it's as professional <laughs> as it gets, man. Should see it in here. Just a quick. How's sc- that mic stand? <laughs> That's fucking great. My arm's already getting sore. How long was the setup today? Oh, dude, it was like twenty <laughs> minutes. I had him on Facetime. I'm like, "Yo, go to the top left of your screen." He's like, "In the top right." I'm like, "Yo, you're left." He's like. Oh yeah, there's nothing here. I'm like, you're left, left, man. <laughs> your other left, left. You're left. You got it. It's at the top. No, the top. Like the very top. The top. Listen, the I'm top. holding. <laughs> I'm holding the fucking cell phone in my hand, the microphone in my other hand, and trying to fucking scroll. Yeah, I you're felt like I was on a roller coaster, man. Trying yeah, to an, fucking watch fucking your nightmare. screen walk you through this. I got fucking Tourette's. Thank God I fucking fixed all this audio equipment. That was painful. Last that time. was that was crazy. I was, that was so brutal. I sat here for an hour trying to figure this dumb shit out. Andrew, <laughs> I missed. Uh, we had a like my computer auto updated, so everything didn't work, and it took me an hour to get everything set up. And I caught the last two minutes of the last podcast. Yep. Oh Jesus! Really? You came, you came in like a wrecking ball too, just screaming <laughs> into the mic, <laughs> just unstoppable Mack truck of sound. <laughs> <laughs> I was, dude, I was so mad. And it was such like it was such an accomplishment for me. You're like like I an audio Kool Aid man, I am God <laughs> screaming. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> just like crashing through the Listen, brother. People loved it though. Yeah, it was you funny. Don't know what People I've seen, you know what I've heard. Yeah. Um, let's um, get into right. In, let's get right into some space news. Fuck, man. People have sent a ton of space news to go through. This is the most space news I've ever had. Oh, no. Partly because I had it all lined up for last time, and it fucked up. So I was like, well, I'll save all this. Lots of it. Double space um, news? Yeah. Some, double like, space news. Double space news and shit. Super space But first news. off, first I wanted to say, Mr. Conspiracy messaged me. Oh. Uh, he's in Brisbane. Anyone in Australia... Adam on Instagram, Mr. Conspiracy ATT. He claims he was witness to a UFO above the airport in Brisbane. Mm. He said mm. a red light hovered around, it did circles, and then it shot off faster than anything he's ever seen. Oh, really? Yeah. Sounds quite interesting. 
So I he said he's going to try to make a time when he can come on and tell yep. us about it in person. So he was pretty, pretty. Uh, I don't know, excited. He was just like flabbergasted, let's say that, about what he's, see- what he's seen. Man, I'd be pumped if i seen something like that. I'd be neat. I'd be I don't know. Australia is a pretty good place for UFOs. That's what I hear. Yeah, there's that one case file we have to do, been requested a few times. Pine Gap, I guess, is like an Australian Area 51. Mm. Oh, there's a Netflix show about that place. Is there? Yeah. Oh, oh it's like a missile control center or missile monitoring. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah, some type of missile military installment. Popped so, up the other yeah. day. All right, I got SpaceX launches super accurate next-gen GPS satellite for the U.S. Air Force, dubbed GPS-3. I didn't even know I didn't even know I was on GPS-2. (laughs) No, we're on GPS-2. The U.S. Air Force is on GPS-3. When did we? When did what happened to GPS-1? What happened? What's GPS-4? That's what that's what the CIA uses. Oh, so the the first. The first advanced next generation GPS-3 satellite soared into space on December 23rd atop a two-stage SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket. I'm not actually sure like what's what's going to be what's better about GPS-3. Uh, it's going to be more accurate. Uh, a lot. Well, like they said, it's going to be more, more accurate. accurate. So even GPS now is accurate to within like a mile or two, or like within. I don't know. It's not. It's not like, oh, fuck. like to the inch. But Man, this so one, it's going to change geocaching for me. I'm finally going to find those fucking things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking walking around, like bushes. walking in circles for a mile, <laughs> trying to find shitty ass hints. I got stung in the head by a bee because. Some fucking idiot put it like in the middle of a field, and I went in there, and there was like a ground hornet's nest. I got stung in the head. He probably just put oh, it, he put it there that on purpose. Terrible. He probably found the hornet's nest first, and then put geocache there. Let me tell you, I don't even yeah. know if I was close. The GPS was jumping around so much. What the <laughs> what the fuck is geocache? Oh. You've never geocached? No. What the fuck is that? It's like an app on your phone, and people like hide treasures. There's like fucking not treasure. It's yeah, junk. It's treasure. hide junk. Well, hey, junk. Zell, one man's trash is another man's treasure. Okay, it's junk. I'm telling you something. Oh. If your if your if your treasure is a bunch of like four, like army men, all all deformed in like a plastic egg, then <laughs> go for it. Because <laughs> that's I got what, a, that's what people hide. I got a golf okay, pencil. Well, okay, well, <laughs> golf pencil. Okay, so it's so dumb. It's <sighs> so people hide shit and they yes there's an app that leads you to the shit that they hide yeah like they a leave a clue Easter egg kind. and a gps coordinate and you do this yeah this is a pastime of yours sometimes and if i'm did. if he i'm out for a I, hike. I watched him do it a couple times in thailand yeah it's like fucking hilarious goofy. you walk around with your phone and you you look for I, these <laughs> tiny little uh, on, junk prizes i put on I'd my cargo hot. shorts and i put on my uh my velcro sandals Oh, and you're seeing how and you're seeing how my walking stick and I go geocaching. That's fucking great, man. <laughs> my how do you pack? How do you get signed? It's up like it's like stuff? the young man's metal detector is yeah. what it is. Yeah, but think about the fucking weird shit you could hide and make people find. It'd be hilarious. Oh yeah. <laughs> I uh, I put a Polaroid of just my face one time in <laughs> someone else's. As I said, trash. Again. It's all trash. trash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> gonna give somebody a heart attack. Ouch, man. Right. Had to. Well, set, <laughs> just teed it up. I know. Well, <laughs> yeah. Good. You, you crushed that one. That's All a right. record. Line drive, baby. Um, hold on. All right. Space news. What do we got? <laughs> I'm, Deep space news. All my shit's uh, all the freezing here. How about this for space? This isn't space news, but I gotta say it. Let's just say it really quick. How about in New York the other just last night? That fucking exploding blue light everywhere. You, oh, yeah, that yeah, was the, neat. Transformer yeah, that was fire. wild. Everyone thought, like, it's an alien invasion for the, for yeah, a quick minute this there. This is it. It's Independence Day right here called Will Smith. But pretty much it was just a giant electrical fault, which caused a huge arcing flash, and it just, like, lit up the entire sky. It was crazy. It looks super cool. There's lots of cool pictures on it on the internet. It's super awesome. Yeah, check it out. Look neat. Check it out. Yeah. Hashtag look it up. Cat scratching at the door. Wants in real bad. Fuck off. Fuck that. Yeah. Podcasting. 
Um, what else do I got here? Mars Express beams back images of ice-filled Korolev crater. Yeah, it was cool. Uh. A trapped layer of cold air keeps water frozen in 50-mile-wide impact crater. There's water, there's life, motherfuckers. There's life. Something there. Something there. Could very well be. It's a good place to look. It's a good place to start looking. Oh, yeah. 100%. We're finding water there. I got big old ice craters. We're uh, finding life in the water there. When when are they sending something that could actually do some tests? 2025? Uh, if you believe Corey Good and the boys, they've been there for 40 years. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We'll, yes. we'll, we'll come back to the secret space program another time. Um, and then the last, um, I'm just going to do a couple here, uh, a couple look at some missions and launches uh, coming up in 2019. We get January 1st, NASA's New Horizons spaceship arrives at a distant solar system object, Ultima Thule or Thule. I don't know. Thule. Yeah, that sounds cool. Thule. Uh, the furthest object we've ever visited in the solar system. The first high-resolution images will arrive back on New Year's Day. Oh, that's cool. Dope. That's pretty fucking sweet. The best way uh, to start out the New Year. Uh, January 3rd, we're expecting China to attempt a landing of its Chang'e 4 rover on the far side of the moon. That's the one, man. Yeah. <laughs> Like I said, just pull down the if even if there's an American flag, pull it down. Just say they weren't there. Watch everyone go fucking nuts. Just yeah, just like, just explode the internet with that. That'd be yeah. awesome. We're we're here. There's no flag. Uh, January seventeenth, SpaceX is scheduled to launch its crewed Dragon Two spacecraft on its first test flight, dubbed Demonstration Mission One or DM One. Dope. Cool. And then let's just go. We'll just do January. Uh, January 31st, India hopes to launch a lander and rover to the moon called, I have no fucking idea how to say it. So <laughs> Ch- Chand- Chandrayaan, Chandrayaan 2, I think that's it. Uh, it's going to attempt to visit the south pole of the moon for the first time in history. Oh, cool. Badass. Cool. Everybody's going to the moon. Moon's, yeah. moon's the place to be, dude. Thank you. Come again. <laughs> uh, you're, you're allowed to say it you're allowed Simpsons. to say it just because just because what we're doing yeah. yeah 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 i thought he's not even on simpsons anymore i thought they got he i got think booted. they did get rid of him yeah they, oh, they he's off he's gone now bullshit uh, racial appropriation political correctness yeah something like that yeah stuff it's misrepresentation but, kind but of that's how he i work with a guy who talks just like that they did it perfect <laughs> all the Why? time and it's a right. like I don't understand why they're so upset, man. I would have been fucking jacked when I was a kid if there was a Lebanese cartoon character. <laughs> you know, who's like, like yo, bro, bro, number one, fuck, bro. I get you for your number one good price only today. <laughs> it's it's kind of, that's kind of a weird one. I mean, I wonder how many. I wonder if it like I wonder how many like white moms are upset about it. You know what I mean? <laughs> is that is that who got that's, it? Is that who was that with the big? That's why I feel gets a lot of people like where I live right now. Like, if there's any any issue with that kind of stuff, it's like some white mom with like a bob haircut. No, it was <laughs> it wasn't. It was actually what the hell was that? I'm sure. I'm sure uh, Dan will know. Isn't it Harry Kandalu or something like that? He uh, he's a comedian and a writer. I'm pretty sure, and he's the one that kind of just. He brought it up. I'm pretty sure he wrote a book and he mentioned a poo. Oh, in it the problem what, with that poo. Yeah, like exactly. About that book. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's I think that's where what spearheaded all this. Oh, mm. oh well, he, was, he, was, he was a great character. So, yeah. well, yeah. Hank Azaria is like a, you know, how many other voices does he do in The Simpsons? Right, like that guy's yeah. been around since the beginning. Well, that's my. Well, it's like I was never offended watching King of the Hill. <laughs> just you're not Texas. On the, on the, like you're you not from Texas. <laughs> yeah, but you fucking should be. You should. You're a carbon copy of fucking Hank Hill, man. <laughs> no way. I'm fucking right. Bill Dozer. Bill. <laughs> Bill Dotry. <laughs> oh shit. Who was the guy who talked really fast? You can't understand a word he said. Boomhauer. Boomhauer. Boom yeah. yeah. Boomhauer is the shit. That's, that's, I'll be Boomhauer just after I smoke a lot of weed and drink a little bit. Just can't. Hey. Just don't understand anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> All right, let's fire up. Uh, let's fire out the randomatron. I see if it spits out a story. All right, and we're thinking at it right 
ねえ Supernatural This story is just titled Supernatural, submitted by George E. Hale. I hope it's just a recap of the show Supernatural. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> episode, first of all, season I 10, don't episode four. <laughs> uh, uh, first of all, I don't believe in the supernatural per se. That's- that is phenomena unexplainable through the laws of nature. And I doubt aliens have ever contacted our planet. Oh, suck a dick, George E. Hale. That said, here goes my story. I was a Peace Corps volunteer in my younger years. It was a great experience, and any young college grad in the U.S. who is interested, I encourage to follow through and apply. One of the best decisions I ever made. Anyway, I was posted in Southern Africa into a small village in the more or less center of the Kalahari Desert. They call it there Kalagagalari. I'm what? sure that's how it's pronounced. One more time. Okay. One more time, Real please. Kalagari. Kalagari. Okay. What's with Real the good. fucking... At- Nailed like, it. How you, why are you pronouncing it like that? I don't understand. <laughs> because there's K, and, there's K and G's together. How do you pronounce a K and G together? Definitely not a... Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying Fuck. to like like in between the two. Out there in the bush veld, it was very easy to feel really isolated. There were no Americans in the village I lived in, and the only English speakers really were my teacher colleagues at the junior high. I had learned the national language more or less pretty well from the 14 weeks of training, but the dialect of my post was such that it wasn't easily understandable. Think as if you learned standard American English, then move to the Appalachian Hills. That kind of difference. Uh, It's a big difference. Is it? it? Yeah. The Appalachian Hills run through Virginia and the Carolinas. West Virginia? Yeah. West Virginia. (laughs) There's a a definite definite dialect, dialectical difference. Okay. The Kalahari Desert, you need to know, isn't a true desert in the sense that it's not this rolling wasteland of sand like the Sahel or the Sahara or the vast deserts bordering Namibia. The Kalahari has trees, shepherd trees, thorny bushes, short, hard-barked, rough trees that can survive without rain for long periods. Thanks, fucking David Attenborough. Yeah, I, I mentioned, I mentioned I this for that. what comes later. Goddamn. Anyway, I am sort of giving to melancholy if I have too much time on my hands. This is just my character. So in those days, I would sometimes move a sitting room chair from my little school-provided house hut out into my yard in the evening and look at stars. The stars were too numerous to believe out there, removed from any nearby city. No electric lights as the school compound diesel-powered generator was shut off around 8. So one night, I'm sitting there, sort of basking in my introvertedness, half hoping someone will happen by and join me. Well, obviously, you're not an introvert then. And something yeah, yeah. catches yeah. my eye. Seems opposite. You'd be like, fuck, I... I hope no one comes here. That's an introvert. And something catches my eye out in the bush. The bush was usually just a dark mass. It began several hundred yards out from my house, which, as I say, was on the school compound. The land for the school had a long ago, had long ago been cleared of trees, but right where they stopped clearing the wild began again. Nothing was ever out there. I saw big snakes from time to time. Since they were technically on school grounds, I always killed them with a shovel. <laughs> this this is a great tie-in to... Isn't there a Simpsons episode that does that? Where everyone's Probably. killing snakes? They've done everything. Whacking day, yeah. Uh, the local folk freaked out at snakes. Other than that, the fauna kept clear of us. And the most troublesome creatures were scorpions and my nemesis, the camel spiders, that ran around in the late afternoon and evening. My point here is that I wasn't used to seeing movement out in the bush. And what was even stranger was that this thing seemed to be glowing like fire, but it was moving very fast and steady 
not like someone running with a burning torch or something, but like a cracky, crackly, fiery object about as big as a campfire, but traveling at a speed about chest level, obscured now and then by intervening trees. Suddenly, very alert, I watched for it as long as I it was visible. The urge to tell someone was, of course, great, but as I say, there was no one. There was simply no one else around. My reporting of this would be the next day after I had slept the night, sort of forgetting about it. I mentioned it offhandedly, what I had seen to my neighbor, a woman, home ec teacher, maybe a year or two older than I am, who went to bed early. She was a native, for a lack of a better word. African, though, not from my village. She considered the locals to be rather simple hicks, but she became very quiet when I told the story, as if I were telling her something unseemly or thrown open a door onto an embarrassing sight. It was clear she wanted me to shut up. After a moment of what seemed like considerable effort, she told me this was how witches traveled. She spoke English and used the English word witch, and that it was considered an ill omen to see one. Around the same month, me and some other teachers hooked up the school TV VHS to a battery and watched a Stallone film, Cobra, I think. Good movie. Badass. Nice. <laughs> while, we were, while we were there at the school, there was a freak rainstorm with thunder and lightning. When the video fl- finished and we emerged to go home, someone was running up to us calling my name. Lightning had struck my house, tearing part of the roof off, and sending a sheet of corrugated metal into my bed. Crazy. I got lucky, but I never forget the sight of that fire running through the darkness. Oh, weird. Some weird, maybe uh, African witch omen. <laughs> Big intro to that story, though. That was quite intro. Hale or whatever. Well, too much detail. Story's to- over. Get to the point. Get to the point. That's it. <laughs> yeah, like that was that story was four sentences. That's so- one time the, the I story- worked in Africa. I saw a fire, like something the size of a fire, traveling at chest height through the dark. <clears throat> so someone said it was a witch. It's an ill omen. That's all. Yeah, and you you know the Christians saw the same bush and it told them to free the Israelites from Egypt. It's all Allegedly. connected, man. It's all connected. All right. Well, um, why don't we uh, why don't we get to the Simpsons here? God damn it, Matt Groening's a fucking time traveler. Groening, Groening, Groening. Yes, it's not Groening. It's, wait, it's, his it's last graining. name's not Groening. It's Groening. My life is a lie. See, it's all <laughs> man. It's all about those dialects. Right? Who's, what? Matt Groening. I've seen. That's how you say his name. I've heard so Matt many people Graining. say it Groening. So many. It's. I'm. It, pr- I'm pretty sure it's I'm, Groening. I've heard Groening too. Okay, Matt Groening, time traveler. <laughs> Maybe it's a, uh, hey, it's a Mandela grain. effect, boys. It's another Mandela effect. How do you get graining yeah. from G R O E? Grain. I just yeah. that's how they always the said it. Matt I always thought it was groaning too when it's I was growing up, and then I heard an interview dance. about Futurama, and it's Matt Groening. Hundred percent, it's graining, not groaning. That's fucked yeah. up, man. Matt Groening. My whole fucking life is a lie. No kidding. <laughs> and Berenstein, Berenstein. It's fucking Mandela effect. Yeah, you, Dan, you're from a different timeline. Yep. Dan, Dan was <laughs> yes. sent back to join I've, this podcast just to fuck with us, probably. I was sent from the other. I shifted over. Yeah, this is this is wild. Because my the whole fuck life, his name I've is. never. He's a time traveler. Okay. So, so the gist of this is that the Simpsons. What? When did they start airing? Like what? Eighty. Eighty nine. Eighty nine. Eighty nine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And they have some of the most uncanny predictions on their show that have come true. And not just like one or two, like Like, numerous and some almost, they've almost like, it's almost like they've cartooned videos of some of their predictions. Um, Dan, why don't you you, uh, lead us? uh, Which one do you want to go down first? Which one do I want to go down? Oh, no. No, no, no. You guys check this one out because I've, Okay, I'll start. Right off the I'll start with an easy one. Mm-hmm. One that is, it's a prediction, but it's a prediction that many people made. We'll start. We'll start slow. We'll start slow. Yeah. So, Siegfried and Roy 
the guys who had the like the pet tigers and shit, right? The white tigers. They were they mm-hmm. were eventually mauled by their tigers on stage. Yes. But in 1993, season five, episode ten, the Simpsons in one in the episode predict this happening. It shows how like they capture the tiger and then later it's performing and then it just turns on fucking shreds the shreds the Siegfried and Roy in the show ten years before it happened. But this one is like, well, any anyone who fucks with large cats for a long time, eventually you're getting mauled. Like, is this going to happen? Yeah. But, yeah, it's not that much of a, sh- uh, a stretch. But they predicted, like, you know, pretty much exactly how it happened. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Like, it's, you know what I mean? Makes sense. You're you're fucking with tigers for that long. You're playing with fire, but still, like, it's it's uncanny how they just it's it's. Seem perfectly this, accurate. Like it's it, yeah, it's just one of the many things they just do like so casually in the show, and yet it's just like pretty much exactly what happens in real life. Usually years later. Well, totally, and it like just like in the show, like it ended. I don't think uh, like it attacked Roy, right? And I don't think he's been on stage since. Yeah, yeah, Roy was mauled. Yeah, he was mauled by his white Bengal tiger. And it was like, and that's the other thing too. In in fucking Simpsons, it was a white tiger as well. Like it, the the fucking similarities are ridiculous. Yeah, and like. How uncommon is a white tiger? Well, I not sure. in that show. That's in the, show, the only one. That's, that's the famous. Like that's their famous look. They only use white, tiger. white tigers. Okay, that's so a, so in in like in ninety three, these guys were performing their tiger routine already. Yeah, they, yeah, they've yeah. been doing it for years. Okay. Yeah. Like they've been doing that for years, and I don't, <laughs> I really don't put much weight behind that being a prediction. As pretty much. Uh, it's a prediction well, in the sense that that is a, a high probability of happening. Yeah, that's why well, like it's and it's something it's, ironic and and in its own in its own way is funny because you'd be like, yeah, these guys have been working with these tigers forever, and you know they show the whole clip of them like tranquilizing the tiger and like dragging it out of its natural habitat to bring home. And anything you work with animals long enough, you're gonna probably end up being attacked by one. Well, it's totally. Just, yeah. yeah, it's a lot. It's, it's a wild animal. This wild animal is only gonna put up with fucking Hans and Franz for too long. Yeah. <laughs> I, got they, I mean, they were doing Vegas Fuck. shows like that for a while. Like they were doing them every night. Right, I'm pretty sure. And like they're doing lots this and pretty, lots of shit. This pretty much happens with any one of these fucking pricks that think, oh, you know what? We can we can have these wild animals as pets. It's gonna be all good. Like you look at the bear man; he got fucking eaten. Yeah, it's all oh, good yeah. until you get until you get eaten. Exactly. These are wild animals. Like how many people have had their fucking faces ripped off by by like, small monkeys? And shit? Like, oh, like those yeah, tiny like monkeys fuck, fuck dude, people up or large monkeys. I remember my mom made me watch that fucking episode of Oprah where that lady came on where she had no With fucking the face. With chimpanzee. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jesus. That was like her face is like fucking etched into my mind. Yeah, she ripped yeah, her face right off. And like I and I've seen people without faces. I'm close to personal and that her face was worse. She had the worst. You know what I mean? It worst, was the worst, the worst for me. The worst non-face you've ever seen. It, it I just, I think it's because it was an impressionable time. It was, yeah, for 100%. All right, I got one. Uh, moving on. Season six, episode 19, Lisa's Wedding. This aired 1995. Uh, in this episode, which is a futuristic episode, Lisa talks to Marge. Uh, on her mobile phone using video chat. FaceTime. That comes yeah. true. FaceTime, that comes true 2010. Yeah, this this is one of the ones that are not, it's not very, uh, uh, this doesn't impress me. Why not? Dude, do- think about how fucking big your computer was in 1995. Yeah, it doesn't matter though. Like how many fucking, look at the Ninja Turtles. Remember the Ner- Ninja Turtle Turtle comms? They were able to do the exact same thing. And that yeah, came video phones this. and video like, watches have that, been around since the 1940s. Dick Tracy had one of those. Exactly. Like, okay. So, so I don't mean, we're starting slow. We're starting I'm just, slow. I'm just, I'm just saying it goes to like, I'm, I'm chalking this one up to them. Maybe someone, maybe Turtles did it first, right? Maybe <laughs> Dick Tracy did it first, but Dick Tracy did it first. I'm given, I'm still, this is, you know, I'm building, um, I'm showing a pattern of predictions. Yeah, that one. Um, but for that, that one just doesn't. I'm not. It's just impressed. a little There's one, a, right? It's just this yeah. is little. We're starting little. Starting small. Starting small. Starting small. Okay. All right. All right. This one's a good one. Season Gotta, twenty, episode four, the Treehouse of Horror. Uh, I don't know what that number is. X nineteen. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I remember. I, I had to learn two, the Roman numerals because of fucking Rocky. 
This uh, came out in 2008. Uh, in in this episode, Homer tries to vote for Barack Obama, only to have a voting machine record his selection as John McCain several times. Um, funny story, <clears throat> 2012, video footage emerged of a Pennsylvania machine switching a vote for Obama to one for his Republican opponent, Mitt Romney. Yeah, that, that's pretty crazy. That's fucking so. Two thousand eight, they call fucking voter like voter fraud, faulty well, voter machines, like, faulty voter machines. Like, and it's the same. It was the same. Like the touch screen's wrong. So whenever he pushed, actually pushed Obama in this video, it would just like magically just swipe up to Romney. Just boop, boop. and not to mention, whoop. it's it's Obama. Like it's it's Obama in the fucking cartoon, and it's Obama in real life. Like that's fucking weird, man. Well, he was like 2008 is when Obama was elected, so he he was already president. He was either already president or he was elected president in 2008, right? Yeah, been like that's no, when he was elected. November 2008, I think, something like that. But still, Sam would know. Yeah, something like that. He gives he gives the yeah. That means we're we're close enough. Yeah, we're close enough. <laughs> close enough. But yeah, he he called it. Or the Simpsons called it. Yeah, that that one's fucking nuts. Wait, you mean that they called they called that the a electronic machine would have an error in it that against switched votes Barack from Obama? One. They they called pretty much the exact same thing that happened. Like you press one button and it goes the other one. Like that's exactly they, what they showed. They almost they almost got both names right because if you pressed for Barack Obama, like it went to someone else, and that's what the Simpsons did. Except instead of Mitt Romney, Simpsons said it with John McCain. Wait, what? Didn't you say it was Mitt Romney? Yeah, in real in, life, it was Mitt Romney in the like real footage. No, no, no. I, I, are you sure? I thought it was Mitt Romney in the cartoon. In no, the, no, it was John Simpsons. McCain in the cartoon. No, backwards. Oh. McCain, real life. Yeah, that's Romney. I'm looking at the picture right now. Or McCain? Are you? Yeah. yeah. No, sorry. Yeah, McCain, Simpsons. M- yeah. Romney, real life. Mitt Romney, real life. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We got it. We got it. But, like, just just like, so okay, like. That one's a little more. It's got a little more to it. It's a little more. That, that one's got some balls to it. Because you're well, you're, like think, but your voting machines are supposed to be non-biased, and they're supposed to work perfectly. They're not like you can't like. Not, so I you know, can't. but that's what's funny about the joke. And when they wrote it, as funny as that, like no electronics could totally do this. It's that that's just something that would be funny to write. Like I don't see that as being a prediction as much well, as it's just. Well, it was a you know what? It's a conspiracy. Because well, the. The joke happened in two thousand in what two thousand and eight, and it actually happened in twenty twelve. Maybe it's like the fucking, <laughs> maybe it's like you know what I mean. People watching Star Trek back in the day and got ideas for inventions. Maybe somebody was watching this and was like, "Hey, that's a great fucking idea." Science fiction becomes science. Well, fact. the thing is that Barack Obama, yeah. Barack Obama was elected in two thousand eight. Correct, that was his yeah. first term. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And of course, they're going to run him for re-election as the second one. That's what normally what they always do. Yeah. So. So yeah. the probabilities of like you like you can guarantee like you put one name on there it's going to be right. Yeah, that's I, true. I know what you're saying, Dan. But at some point, when you're doing all these little things, it's it like it starts to add up to like it gets a little ridiculous about how much you're guessing here. Well, but this to Dan's point too. Like this show has been around for fucking thirty years, forever, hundred percent. You know forever. what I mean? Like, which so, is a feat in itself to write this many episodes. Of anything, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, and, got like and s- the odd one's still entertaining as well. So that's yeah. pretty good. Well, let's just say, okay, like they they had the their heyday was early on, earlier for sure. Um, all right, this one, the Simpsons movie, two thousand seven, predicted the NSA spying scandal. Uh, when the Simpsons family is forced to go into hiding following their escape from the EPA biodome in closing Springfield, the NSA locates Marge and the kids by listening in on one of their conversations. Six years later, Edward Snowden blow the, blows the whistle on the government that this is what the NSA is actually doing. <laughs> that they have that capability to do, for sure. That's what they're doing. <clears throat> Simpsons are making a okay. What what year joke. was that? What year was that? Two thousand seven. Six years before. 
1998, Enemy of the State with Will Smith and Gene Hackman. Fuck, that's the exact a same thing. That's a great movie. And that's a wicked movie. So I would oh, not say that was much a prediction as they probably just based it off of that because that room looks exactly like the room that they used in the NSA room for Enemy of the State. So I wouldn't say that so much as a prediction as just being right. like, you know, that looks like good. That's logical thinking. Okay, here's okay, here's one of my here's a the thing then. I I'll, I'll, I was going to save this for later but we keep jumping into it so we'll kind of like I'll jump into it now <clears> a little bit. <clears throat> We have all these, all these like, all these things coming up, and it makes me wonder that if like, there's people who are making these shows and like doing and people in power and these writers and stuff that are kind of in the know of information that's not readily available, because we we talked about how like Family Guy was making Kevin Spacey like rapey jokes for years, and like and even like Weinstein jokes, and then at all like it comes like it's known in small circles. Kind of thing, and I wonder if that hits Hollywood a little bit. Oh, totally. Like same with Cosby. People have been making fucking Cosby jokes for years before Hannibal Burris did his special, and it got you know attention right. brought to it. <clears throat> but I'm sure that's information that just kind of gets around Hollywood. You know, yeah. like I'm pretty sure the predilections of movie stars and all that stuff. Like you, you probably been to some Hollywood parties and you just hear stuff or see things, and then. It just kind of gets out there. It's just these people that run in these kinds of circles and are privy to that kind of information. Would it make sense just to make jokes about it or something to be like, "Hey, maybe we should bring attention to this. Maybe that'll do something." Yeah. In in that movie, in the, in the Will Smith movie, did, was it the NSA? Did they call it the NSA? Yeah. 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 <clears throat> it's the NSA. Right. I, then I, that's I, even crazier. Well, that, by that because point, they were the, they were probably doing it then. Well, by that point, I think a lot most. Like a lot of people have been saying that for years and years that the government government spy on you and just the, as the years go by more and more people believe that it's true until you actually find out that it's kind of true in at least some ways for sure. Oh yeah. But yeah, I think in that one, maybe not so much a time traveler, but it's such a popular show that, that kind of, like, it gets all of, it gets the credit kind of, I guess. Yeah. It's calling it yeah. out. Well, like, and and I get like some of that stuff. You know what I mean? To for the NSA to be spying on people, I, I'm assuming conspiracy theorists have had been assuming that for fucking years. For already. years, years, yeah, right, for sure. But there's there's weird shit like on that on the uh, <clears throat> on a 2014 uh, episode of The Simpsons where Homer gets chosen to be a referee of the World Cup. Uh, Homer ends up cheating, gets arrested, and Germany wins the tournament in in 2014 in the cartoon, right? And yeah. then in 2015, two FIFA presidents get fucking accused of widespread corruption, get banned from any fucking soccer-related activities, and Germany wins the World Cup. Yeah, like that's you know what I mean. Like there, there's nobody. Like that's fucking crazy. Well, here at the time, at the time, Germany has been like a like a soccer powerhouse at the same time for quite a yeah. while. So betting well, on Germany, they, betting on Germany they, is like. Germany's always fucking bridesmaids and never fucking getting yeah, married, buddy. Like it's, they're- that's very true. But I will, I will give, I'll give this on the side. I'll air with the uh, Dan side in this one. <clears throat> if you look at that tournament, I would say historic. Like in that in that time, there's really four teams that you could, you know, sink your money on almost and be like, one of these four teams is going to win. So you're you've got like a one in four chance of guessing that I don't know because I like I because that's tough to say man because you look at fucking that same year the defending champs got knocked out fucking first round that's very you true. know what I mean like it's it's and and just the fact that okay so why even why even put Homer getting arrested like why why would Homer's be, being arrested have any outcome on the fucking match right whereas. You know what I mean? How that correlates to the two FIFA presidents actually getting banned and stuff like that. Well, FIFA has always been kind of accused or it's always been kind of suspected that FIFA is widely corrupt. Yeah, I it's not it it wouldn't. It's not a shot in the dark where they were like, oh, yeah, this is definitely right. Spot on. It's something that's always kind of been there. Like any professional sport, really. Well, no, like Um, the the, not the ref, not the refs, but the fucking like the, the high brass. Yeah, I get that. I don't know. Oh. I just find that super. That's that to me, because there's no. But you can't. That's you can't just guess that. You know what I mean? You can't be like, oh, okay, well. There's a you know lot I mean? to go why, wrong. Why would the guess. why would the presidents? I don't. Why would the refs be corrupt? I think the presidents would be the first one to start with. 
Well, that's I agree. That's well, what I'm saying. Like refs it, have been everybody. Convi- everybody knew that the ref that the the fucking presidents have been corrupt, and you know what I mean. And right, choosing. and that's what they. Yeah, then isn't that what they? No, Homer wait, was. I don't understand in the fucking car in the in the in the fucking Simpsons episode, and he was the ref. Right, but they were they were talking about the presidents, which the presidents did turn out to be absolutely corrupt. Oh fuck yeah, right? and that's what I think. What you were saying, everybody's known that for years, right? Smart watches, season six, episode nineteen. Yeah, Lisa's see, that's wedding. Another lame one. Yeah, this one, this one, this one is no. this one is more of a science fiction becomes science fact, and it's probably been done a few times before the Simpsons. But, but. James Bond had one of those in the fucking when yep. in the fifties. I just go back. Dick Tracy had one. He's yeah. always had one. That was like one of his famous little things. Was having the little video watch. Yeah, that was his. That was his little gadget. Yeah, Dick Dick Tracy's was a badass. He doesn't get enough credit, man. He's pretty badass. I would, I would probably, I don't know. I think his movie was the movie that they made with like Warren Beatty. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> was it? Robert De Niro is in that oh, one yeah. too. And Madonna's in it, and Sean isn't yeah. Sean Penn in it too? Yeah, and, I think so. I think it was ahead of its time. Oh fuck, is Pacino in that movie too? I don't think so. I think it's just Robert De Niro. Oh, they had a bunch of people in there. Kathy Bates is in there. Oh man, they That's, had a whole bunch of people. We need to fucking. That was back when show. Warren Beatty had some real clout, like. Yeah, he was a badass. He was the perfect person to play Dick Tracy. All right, I got a... Here's one. In 1994, in the episode Lisa on Ice, an Apple... A personal digital assistant called the Apple Newton is used to write down the words, beat up Martin, only for it to change to eat up Martha... <laughs> that was a really funny joke. That was great. Autocorrect wasn't a thing. Yes, it was. They had, they had, they had those little personal. Those PDAs were starting to become big. Like they were still prototypes, but they had that, and they knew that. Uh, you know, that was already in the works. Like uh, handwriting prediction. Like that was already a, a feature that was planned to be, you know, fu- in the future of these little Palm Pilots. So that's not a huge thing, I don't think. So when when was this episode? It wasn't a big step. It wasn't a huge step. Ninety four, yeah. So it, yeah, and I think it was in ninety three. I was reading this that Microsoft's like word pro, like word processor came out with a brand new autocorrect and it like autocorrected your typing in ninety three. So no, the handwriting prediction thing that was the thing with the PDAs. Like they were starting to like oh well, you know because they started having little PDAs and stuff like that, which were supposed to be the next big thing, but they were just weren't ready yet. And then it's just a, a, a logical step to be like, well, if you can write stuff on it and save that note for later, when will it like translate it into text or, you know, uh, be able to do that? It's just kind of a lot. I think I feel like that's just a logical step. It's not like a super hardcore prediction <laughs> or being like, we have these in the future, <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. So like in 93, <laughs> eat up Martha and then he like chucks it at Martin. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Why don't we go to, you know, we need to focus more time on is fucking the cast of Dick Tracy. Fucking James Caan <laughs> is in this. Dick Van mm-hmm. Dyke, Dustin Hoffman. Everybody was in Al that Pacino. movie. Pacino. Like, mm-hmm. Jesus, I got to watch this tonight. This is fucking unreal. Yeah, it's P- Pacino's in it, not De Niro. Yeah. But still. Oh, oh, it was? Oh, I thought it was. Yeah. Unless I can't, but fucking, that's a bananas cast, man. All right. Everybody, it was Disney and Warren Beatty. Like you just, yeah, it's fucking unreal. We're back on duck. I, we're like on duck, we, Ducktales again. I, I think. I think we should switch the, the topic of this podcast to fucking Dick Tracy. <laughs> we're done. Oh, Let's uh, just talk about kay. Dick Tracy. So in 2000, this one, they predicted uh, Bart. It's called Bart to the Future, and Bart travels to the future 2030, in which uh, Donald Trump becomes president. The United States. Uh, yeah. This one. Uh, they predict Donald Trump 19 years before it happened or 18 years before it happens. And the I, the part for me is there's a part in that episode of him coming down the escalator and he like does a wave, a very Donald wave and then goes out. And in real life in like October or in 2015, when he announces the presidential campaign, same as the in the episode, he's coming down an escalator and almost does the same exact movements in this real footage. 
Yeah, it's, well, it's pretty crazy. It, no, and and there's people in the background like dropping papers and shit like that. That and it happened in the real picture, and it's happening in the fucking drawing too. Like it's. Oh, I it's, didn't know that. That's yeah. unbelievable. Isn't I just that saw that. Crazy? Yeah, like it, it's. I I was reading some stuff that it's it can be debunked though. Like it's well, of course. Yeah. When they when they wrote that episode, Donald Trump was actually talking about running for presidency. He's been talking about it for a long time. And when they wrote that episode, these episodes, when they write these episodes are a year before they air them. So that year that they were writing it, they thought, hey, wouldn't it be really funny? Because the guys who write the show are pretty smart. Um, most of them are they're actually Harvard, Harvard educated. Yeah, they're Harvard grads. Um, including Conan O'Brien, who's on that list, too. There's like 24 writers on The Simpsons that are went to Harvard. Um, and have various different discipline backgrounds. But they were like, hey, you know what? That's really funny. Like, he's got a funny name, Trump. He's got a punchline name. So let's make him presidency because that would be completely insane. Right, guys? And that's why it's funny. And so, now, but. Okay, how do you explain yeah. the people dropping the sign in the left hand of the same? Like, that's just coincidence? Like, or those people watch the episode and they wanted and to like, make it look I like think, it did. I think where that camera is. It's perfectly <laughs> that a Simpson episode that I saw 15 years earlier. I remember someone dropping a sign. I'm going to drop my sign right now. The girl doesn't even look that old. <laughs> Had there been buzz about uh, the Simpsons predicting the future be- before that happened? Like, have they been talking about it? I think it's been getting more and more. I mean, uh, what's the one two bad neighbors? The one with George H.W. Bush. He says really he says one. like at the end or whatever, like oh, and then I. I've experienced everything and I lived to a ripe old age at 94 and he died at 94 years old. Yeah, that's like, weird. Mm. Except George H.W. Bush Sr. called his own death on there. But I mean, how old was he then? You you know, like if you're looking at stat, like you, 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 he's got quite a bit of wealth. So you'd probably shoot his age up. I mean, I'm sure there's mathematical equations to like guess, like do a pretty good guesstimate of someone's like how long they're going to live. But still, like fucking ban- okay, 94. Well, no, there's no fucking way to be able to predict how long somebody's going to live. Well, I'm just saying, if you're yes. like, no, because like, how old was he when he did the episode? He was probably 60. 94 is just, it's a good number. Like, I think 90, it's just 94 is, is old. a fucking It sounds, it's, it's not, yeah, Living it's to old, 94 but it's is not complete. 95 rarity, is too much. 94 is like, okay. Not for yeah. people with lots of money, man. They're pumping themselves with all that the baby blood. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay. They're all about, they all live in that old. Bushes are just keeping themselves alive with all the Saudi oil. And they're pumping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's for another day. <laughs> um, oh. Okay, you want to do what? Let's do a crazy one. One that I I didn't really know how to look up. So in 1998, Homer Homer's like working out. He's like he's like he pretty much writes an equation on a chalkboard that turns out a to be a. It's if you work it. Here's a quote. It's a who's this guy? Shit, I forgot his name. I'll come I'll come back to me. But if you work it out, this is the quote. If you work it out, you get the mass of a Higgs boson. That's only a bit larger than the nanomass of a Higgs boson actually is. So that was a physicist pretty much mm-hmm. telling the independent, the magazine that that equation that Homer wrote on the board is a, is the equation for a Higgs boson, the God particle called that wasn't discovered till Even 2012. No, it wasn't discovered to actually exist until 2012. It was theorized to exist way before then. So that joke was put in by the script by the writer, David Cohen and David Cohen has a math background on the show. So that equation was, and he before. thought it would be funny. So he put that equation in there and it is close to, cause he was reading papers about the Higgs boson before, like they were publishing papers about this a long time ago during when they were writing the show. So he read that and thought it would be funny to be like, why don't I write this in here? You know, they put in tons of jokes that and references in their show. It's just the way that that show works. And that was one of the ones he said, that would be funny to write in there and just put that in there. And uh, so why why did it take so you why? get the you get close to the atomic you get close to the atomic weight not the not the exact atomic weight which they've now like confirmed but it's just close to and this is that was the equation that was popular a guess that was a good guess that what it was no but this is before the CERN like actually working on the Higgs boson so someone made this equation that no, was they so- theorize it it's like when 
when Einstein predicted that the gravity works in waves. Yeah, and then we didn't discover you know? it until or when there was, he predicted that there were black holes. But did he, he write- knew that they were out there, but they weren't confirmed to exist until later. Did he write an equation for it, or there was just a, something that he theorized on? Oh, there's probably an equation for it, but I'm not an equation for to predict the existence of. So that, someone. That, well, that's just how gravity that he resisted. Like gravity has a certain. Oh, no, no, I, I, I get that. But I'm saying physics. so this Higgs boson equation that Simpson does. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, there's it, equations it six, out there that would be years like, before, yeah. is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. But CERN wasn't started in 2008. So that's. So- CERN was the, the <laughs> CERN wasn't started, but that was the. um to confirm that it existed. Like they theorized that it existed. They're like, if it does exist, this equation would probably nail down. This is our closest guess to what it exists. And they put it in papers, but then so, CERN was and so then wherever, CERN's like to confirm wherever the Matt was the name. Was it greening or groaning? What do we say? No, greening doesn't write the show. He's a creator. No, I'm just, He's the creator I'm, of I'm the just, show. I'm just he saying, write it. okay, one second, Dan, you're getting a little worked up here. Where did, <laughs> <laughs> So where, so who wrote the, so why did the, why did it take so long for the guy who wrote this equation that Homer did? It took 16 years for it to be published. That's what I, that's what, what I could have, when I, when I went through it, I couldn't find like where this equation came from, why it took so long before it was like mainstream like academia. No, it was published in articles like scholarly journals, which a lot of people don't read, but they are published and you probably can find them. I haven't gone in and found the exact article that it was written in. I probably could, but I'm not, <laughs> but the, it's not like something like they just pulled it out of nowhere. The guy who wrote the joke in the script had read papers about this because he does have a math background and he's also from Harvard and he has an advanced mathematics background. So he has read papers on this stuff. I suppose people read those kind of articles right. for fun or like to keep in the know and he thought it would be funny to put that in there. He's like, this this is the best guess of like, you know, it was a quick little joke. It wasn't something that they concentrated on. It's not like it was in there, but it was just in the background. It he was thought, a, oh, it this would, be funny. essentially a throwaway in. scene in that episode. Yeah. So it's like, hey, this would be a funny inside joke if people see this and the blah, blah, blah. Right. But it's like, it wasn't something that they just pulled out of nowhere. It was something that he had already thought about and he'd already seen papers about it and be like, you know what, this would be funny in here. And yeah, so I don't think it's not so much like it, they pulled it from the future <laughs> they're like oh this is and it wasn't even the exact thing it was the close to it was not the exact atomic yeah, weight that's what it, said. it didn't there, say, it didn't say how close to that's why i couldn't find either no one, no one explained there's also that. drawings of when you get to that size of stuff i don't think it's it's gonna be like i don't know what it, what it's gonna be <laughs> all right well st- still cool 16 years before it's are the, like the list goes on and on of like these little things um, predicting Team USA's Olympic curling win, uh, Walt Disney's acquisition of Fox. That was predicted yeah, that one's, in 98. That one's cool. Yeah, we, and there there must have been rumors about that then. And then that uh, uh, that banked R. Holstrom winning the Nobel Peace Prize. That's pretty cool. Oh, I read that one. Yeah, it's just the list goes on and on of these little things. But at the end of the day, do I think they're time traveling people no i i think i side with dan i had a closer look to this you just realize these guys are just really are smart you, what you don't you don't believe that there's time traveling fucking cartoonists that no. are all oh, oh jesus that work on, in a comedy show yeah like no. come on man well that's like, like you get on people are like how are they predicting uh, i've read people saying that like the show is creating reality like people are thinking it and then put, kind of put it out there and then it becomes yeah reality. i I would say that is more in my line of thinking. If you wanted to go in kind of a fringe theory, I would go on that one. There's a there's a doctor, uh, Bernard Bateman, who wrote a book called Connecting with Coincidence. And he puts up the theory of the psychosphere, which is basically a mental atmosphere that is the group mind in action where you think about things and then. There's enough people, you know, enough people watch The Simpsons. It's translated into so many languages and so many people have seen the show that maybe that it actually creates its own reality. Or if anything, it inspires people to do things, you know, like, oh, you know, the episode where Homer's like an electric hammer, you know, yeah, "Yeah, I could make an electric hammer. That's a good idea, you know. So whether it actually 
just because of the exposure of the the entire place or the, the amount of exposure and the truly large numbers of people that are affected by the show i would think that it that's more in line with with a th- like uh, that has more weight behind it than a than a time travel theory the the fiction becomes fact because enough people have are kind of like pre like predisposition to like that outcome already so some whoever yeah. like if you're if you're developing something you see this you're like oh the Simpsons kind of already talked about it so we have this we're just gonna you know I think we can do it and then they just make it or do it little Schrodinger's would, Schrodinger's I, cat I, thing going on I can't put a lot of st- stock behind like their future predictions and stuff because I mean if you read science fiction there have been so many accurate predictions in, in science fiction books that yeah that's science fiction comes science there's, there's so many. Um, I mean, you just go through the book, uh, Neuromancer. If you go through that book by William Gibson, it has so many predictions of things that we have now or are close to having things like, uh, orbiting cities, space tourism, virtual reality, uh, neural implants, the internet, digital copies of our mind and renegade AIs. Like that book has all of that stuff in it. And it was written in 1984. So... Do you guys know we we predicted something on our show that came true? What was we it? We predicted that that comet Oumuamua was uh was an alien spacecraft. Was an alien yeah, spacecraft. Yeah, we were right on that one. And then fucking months Harvard. later, Harvard probably listened to our he listened to our podcast. Probably still our we idea. put it out there. We made that real. We made that. He's real. like these guys got something. <laughs> They're like it is a weird shape. <laughs> um, that's. I think it's uh, like, yeah, I would go with that fringe theory be- before I leave on. He, there are no Nostradamus or anything. Just a really, a really well-written show. Yeah. Is what it is. If, they're like, and they make some good guesses. Really smart people. They're, yeah. They're just really smart guys and they make some really good guesses. They're, like, they're on the, they're on the, like on the pulse of society. So they know, they kind of mm-hmm. like predict stuff that other people are predicting. You just see it oh. firsthand because it's in a, it's in a show. When you're on, yeah. And you're That's on the air so for 30 years. So many episodes. Every year, what they have their pulse on their on society. So does that mean the show's gotten shitty because we've gotten shitty? Yes, <laughs> could, yeah, could very oh. well be. <laughs> we we've entered into the age of where reality you can no longer make satire of it because reality is satire. What was that Luke uh, Wilson movie? The idiocracy. Idiocracy. idiocracy yeah. yeah, we're living in an yeah. idiocracy now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was fucking water. I just put a fresh Gatorade on my on my lawn there. So, <laughs> um, oh, man. all right, let's uh, let's let's wrap this one up. Um, I've got a bunch of new reviews. Read a few. Ooh, I uh, love the show. Things. Five star review from Doug ten sixty six USA. Awesome show. Really enjoy. Would love more alien stuff. You got it, Doug. More alien stuff coming up. Uh, killing the game, guys. Five-star review from Moose182 from the USA. Moose. The ATT group is laid back. Do their fair amount of research. Explain situations well and work hard to hit every angle of the theories and conspiracies. Grab a beer, tune in to the theorists, and enjoy. These guys are the best extraterrestrial supernatural theorists out there. You won't be disappointed unless you're a scrub. Don't be a scrub. <laughs> Definitely don't be don't a scrub. Be a scrub. We don't want no scrubs. We don't. A scrub. A scrub. Is a guy take no love from me. And uh, back in back my in the ride, the best friends are trying, trying, trying to holler at me. me. Something like that. Uh, <laughs> TLC. Uh, these, gone too soon. These gone guys. Five star review from Speedbird90 from Australia. These guys are awesome. So awesome, in fact, that if I was in jail with these guys, I would protect these guys from Big Bubba <laughs> paying with their, playing with their assholes. I'm Thanks. not gay, but I would bend over for them and take it dry. If I got abducted with these guys, I would take all their probings just to say thanks for the awesome work they have done. Guys, I love you. Keep up the good work. Wow. What a Jesus. fucking legend. Uh, You're a champ. Uh, that's... We All would right. definitely get raped in jail. So yes. I love how he had. I love how he had to throw in. I'm not gay. No, no homo. It's all good. No homo. It's all good. No homo. Yeah. We get it. It's cool. Not that, the, not that there's anything wrong with that. 
No, no not that there's nothing at all. Like that. No. That, okay, uh, that's, that's the, the new, last that's, the, that's the new standard for podcast reviews. If you don't go to that standard, <laughs> yeah, that was phenomenal. Can we give him a f- five star review of his review? That was fucking yeah, fantastic. Five, five star, five, five star review. Five star. Of your five star review. Yeah. Listen, while you're bent over, I grip the shaft to make sure he finishes quick. There you go. That's a matching five star review for no. what was his name again? I closed it. Anyways, good review. Uh, Patreon, new Patreon. We got Stacy Hines, Tim Harmon, uh, Sarah Fim, Jordan Bolin, Armageddon Stonecock. Yeah, we read them last time. It was too good. <laughs> Did we? Yeah, I had to read it again. It the bottom of the list. This is too good. So thank oh, you nice. guys. Had to say it twice. Patreon supporters, uh, we have tons of content. Hours of additional content. And we have I listened to the Dungeons and Dragons episode and I could not stop laughing. I hadn't actually listened to it until a couple <laughs> days ago. And it. I started listening to it. And it is really funny. It is really funny. <laughs> I couldn't stop Fuck, laughing. I wanna man, that, that was a blast. I'd like to play again. God, that was so we're funny. Gonna, we're gonna try to get back time. into it now that we are we're all set up. We should yeah. be able to Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna get that. That's oh my god. I, I think <laughs> I think though that if we would the next time we do one, we have to do one where there is no there is no you like you have to talk. You're your character the whole time <laughs> playing the game like any any time. Yeah, like, that's there is the way, no break. That was the rule. That's the way. Well, it was. no, we, we said, said you only, guys are doing it. it we said only good. when you're like in you're game an mode and you're talking in character and you're making an action. You had to be in character. Yeah, we were we were all doing really well until Zelly decided to fucking throw a fireball in somebody's <laughs> face and just fuck everything up. That was that was priceless. <laughs> that was really good. Oh, uh, like, that made for the best. What are you gonna do? <laughs> Uh, uh, firebolt rolled a one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was the, it was the best because it played so well because you could hear the disappointment in yeah. our silence. Uh, <laughs> I don't think I was, I'm pretty sure I was yelling. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I got called every swear you could ever yeah. make up. That's pretty funny. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, I'm, you guys could have just stealth passed that point, but Zell was like, nah. Fireball is full. Yeah, man. I don't. I'm game whenever you guys are. That was a fucking blast. <laughs> well, we'll we'll I, figure I mean, out a time. I think I gotta make a new guy though. Yeah, Last, we'll, we'll figure it out. Lastly, cool. anyone listening, help us out. We want to go to AlienCon. We want a panel. We want to do. We don't want a headline. We just want a noon power hour. So if you want to see us at AlienCon LA 2019, uh, mid June, go on to your social media feeds. Tag. Uh, the alien con let them know that you want to see us they're currently reviewing our application to have a panel let them know you want to see your boys uh we'll see what we can do we're gonna go either way but it'd be it'd be pretty cool to do a power hour at uh the 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock show there in the orion room or something whatever one of the small rooms yeah (laughs) hopefully they have a liquor license (laughs) Ah. Yeah, there's no yeah. nothing against drinking in the Airbnb before the show. That's fair. I, I'll just bring in a uh, orange juice full of uh, vodka. <laughs> oh, man, they were pretty fucking finicky. I was getting vodka felt up every time juice. I tried to get in there. Yeah, they're, um, they're a little stingy in there. All right, I got I got Zell's prolapse of the week before we finish off here. Yeah, let's hear it. It's going to Kelsey Kendall. She sent us a Christmas gift in the form of Ooh. PayPal dollars. Ooh. And it, with That's a cool. message, Merry Christmas from your prolapsers in West Texas. So oh, thank, cool. thank you very much, Kelsey. And it says your plural, like prolapser and plural. So maybe they, maybe they all went together. But there's only one name. So only one name. Oh, Kelsey Kendall. Well, thank you. Prolapser of the week. All right. That's, that's all I got. I don't got any, no music this week. Do we, uh, do we tell them about, tell them about what? Vegas. Oh, uh, we're oh Vegas. Yeah. We're in Vegas. January 31st to February 3rd. February 3rd. <laughs> uh, we're going to be in Vegas. On um, stage with Elton John. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Live from MGM. <laughs> Getting escorted out by security. That sounds, yeah, that that sounds, sounds right. about right. So if you are in the Vegas area, you want to hang out with us. Come on, or you've been planning a trip. Why not come at the end of January? It's, uh, it's going to be a fun time. We're going to maybe drive up to Area 51. We're going to do some 
We're going to go see the nuclear museum. We're going to do some paranormal things. Uh, maybe record a podcast or two while we're down there. And, of course, have some good old tall boys. A few few tallies. Get meat mm. draw drunk. All right. That's all, that's all I got. That's it. Uh, so thanks for listening, guys. Keep those eyes on the skies. Yeah. Four man crew is back. Excellent, Andrew. Uh, what's your what's the best ambulance story you got for us? Uh, I don't know, man. It's Chris, Christmas was fucking depressing. <laughs> it's a busy because time. Santa didn't give you any gifts or what? No, yeah, definitely. First of all, I didn't get any gifts. I got fucking gypped. Yeah, well, that's because you don't believe in his. Magic. Unfortunately, unfortunately, Santa didn't stop by my uh, bedroom that I rent. Because-